welcome to Racing Incident, a Formula One podcast in an American accent. I'm Anna. And I'm Ellen. And we are back, baby. Woohoo! Woohoo! Back and better than ever. Back well, we'll better. see. <laughs> we took a trip to the spa. Yeah, I mean, I would have rather taken a trip to the spa, to a spa than to the spa personally, but we'll get into that. <laughs> you don't like spa franc or champ? Yeah. Um, hope you guys didn't miss us too, too much uh, since we took a week off. Thanks for understanding we needed a little break and a rest. Um, you know, why should just the drivers and the team staff and whatever get a rest? We should get one too, so. Yeah, it's good to rest. Yeah, it is, it is, yeah. Um, again, would have liked to have gone to a real spa instead, but anyway. <laughs> so yeah um so i think um i think let's let's talk about the race after we get through a few kind of uh, news items yeah. i'm thinking um good. as always as always also reminding you guys of course to like rate and review us in all the places subscribe tell your friends tell your family tell your pets you know i don't know maybe <laughs> your pets listen to podcasts it could happen <laughs> if you have like really really intelligent cats or dogs or hamsters or whatever you know tell them um and i'm not sure they make headphones in those sizes but you know they could just oh i am i'm sure there are dog headphones out there somewhere <laughs> oh yeah yeah whether they actually work or not just is a, is just knowing <laughs> millennials people True, true. There are whole entire stores dedicated to, like, ridiculous things you can buy for your pets, which are <laughs> admittedly pretty cute. And if I had there, a pet, I would totally be buying those things. There is a place around the corner from where I live that I initially thought was just a store with dog food. Like, only dog food. <laughs> which, I guess, not you know, not that weird. It's, like, just a pet food store, but only for dogs. Because yeah. the store is called Just for Dogs. But no, uh, yeah. it's a it's a kitchen. It's a company that makes food. Whoa. Like pre-made, prepared food. Like like well, <laughs> like a catering company but for dogs. It's just for wow. dogs. Yes. Wow, those dogs are eating better than I am. I'm jealous. I did. I did. <laughs> I walked by, I looked inside. It's like, you know, Sub-Zero Wolf appliances. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's it's got to be great being a dog. Uh, if you have a rich owner, I guess, or yeah, because <laughs> I'm sure that food is like way more expensive than you know buying oh. kibble, right? So like, oh, I'm sure it's got to be pretty it's up like, there. What is yeah, this? it must be nice. I mean, I think dogs and cats have a great life in general. Like overall, it's like you basically just like sleep and eat. Oh and, yeah, you know, do nothing. I want to be a like a good. golden retriever in a middle class. Oh yeah, white family. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so you're a racist golden retriever is what you're saying. <laughs> okay, I take that back. That's her. <laughs> okay, good. So so stuff that's going on now, there's definitely kind of a lot um, now that we're back and everything. It was kind of nice to have a little quiet of the break, although I did miss F one. Did you miss it too? You I like, did, I did. I was yeah. getting I was getting the itch. But then I feel like mm-hmm. by the end I was like, Oh, it's back? Shoot. I got to schedule it back in now. I kind of had that too. I kind of had that too. I guess I kind of got used to it, which is good, I guess, because then it's going to be a much longer break once the season's over. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm thinking that that bodes well, hopefully for us not like becoming crazy and like super depressed that it's not back yet. 
because last season was different. You know, you kind of like almost didn't want it to come back. <laughs> yeah, like I was depressed anyway. I was pretty, pretty over F1. I was like, I don't yeah. know if we should start this podcast. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> totally, totally. Glad we did, but. but- I know, me too. I, yeah, me too. I was like, yeah, I don't know about this. Yeah, but now, yeah, this season, I mean, I think I'll I'll be the opposite. I'll kind of want it to start back up again so that maybe, hopefully, somebody can do something against Max and Red Bull, which right now is like a dim possibility oh, that yeah. barely exists. So but some, we have to pin our hopes on next season. Um, but anyhow... Yeah, he's going to win um, it like... Coda, right? I mean, probably. I, he's probably going to win like almost everywhere. It's just crazy. He's. he's I just like, mean like Max I mean like, like win win the drivers' championship at Coda. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Uh, quite quite possibly. Yeah, quite possibly. That yeah. I kind of seems he's, like that's what's going to happen. Well, I mean, he's you know he, he's like Thanos. He's inevitable. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's it's a done deal. Yeah, I think, yeah. It's it's all sewn you know, up. When I was watching the race this weekend, like the the post coverage, they were like, "Yeah, you know, uh, Max Verstappen takes a bigger lead for Charles to to bite into," and I'm like, "That is gone. Charles is not <laughs> <Yeah>. coming back. <laughs> like that no. ship, that ship no. sailed like five races ago. Like that's not." And- yeah, yeah, and it's really comical how they all like have to like play this game of pretending to like still feel like that there's, you know, some possibility of not winning. Like, whenever they ask Max about it, he's like, oh, yeah, no, we're very focused. Like, we have to do all that. I'm like, dude, you could, like, just, like, sit out, like, a bunch of races at this point and still win it, probably. You could just, like, take a nap and be like, someone else can go drive the car and and still (laughs) win the championship, you know? Can we get the reserve driver in here for once? Yeah, I mean, you know, sure. And uh, so, or like when they ask Charles, he's like, I have to, I'll keep believing until it's mathematically impossible, which is probably coming soon. That, that moment is probably, I don't, I'm, not, I'm bad at math, so I don't know when that will be, but uh, I'm sure someone will tell us. I'm sure they'll be talking about it. And then, then at least we don't have to hear this idiocy about like, oh yeah, no, I, you know, I still believe or, or Max being all like, oh yeah, no, I have to still stay focused i'm like just like drive with your eyes closed like whatever yeah well maybe 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 not but (laughs) but when there's no one in front of you it's probably fine because the only person you could not to hurt yourself still yeah yeah. so not to get into the race but it you know or you could just be in the midfield and have cars like split for you yeah seriously we will we will get to that. Um, okay, so the first thing that I think we need to discuss is the fact that Stefano Domenicali is a dick. Um, <laughs> it's <laughs> he's just been very dickish lately. Yeah, there's been a lot of dickishness. Uh, you know, I mean, we, it's, we it's, did. It's we higher did than the usual that he amount. Was. Yeah. Yeah, but it's just, just like he's just he's taking it to a new level, at least of late. Um, so I mean, there's you know several reasons why we have these feelings. Um, first off, uh, he made this comment about the fact that Formula One is very unlikely to see a female driver in the next five years. And then he went on to be like, "Oh, we're doing everything we can. We really yeah. want it to happen." Are you? But actually. 
but actually we're doing nothing, and so it's not going to happen in the next five years. I'm like, five years is a pretty long time. Like, there's, yeah. there, I, uh, you know. Like, ha- just... half the grid will be different in five years, probably. Yeah, yeah. Like, truly, totally. I think half the grid will be different. Yeah, yeah, probably. So there's no reason um, why there can't be. Like, Tatiana Calderon's going back to, F- to F2. And that's not to say yeah. that I think that she necessarily deserves an F1 seat. I don't. I don't. But it's totally possible. Like It is. It is. Or there could be someone else. You know, I mean, there's there are girls uh, coming up now in, in um, you know, some of the junior categories. And, I mean, maybe, Lord willing, Jamie Chadwick could still get a yeah. F2 or F3 drive. And if she were to do let's say a couple years in one, a couple years in another, maybe then she would be potentially ready for an F1, if, if an F1 seat was available, she could get that and that would be under five years, you know? Right. It was just like... It, very condescending. It was just, it was very condescending and it was very, like, defeatist. It was just this very defeatist attitude, like, oh, well, like, it's well, not going to happen. To me, I, I kind of took away from it that it was almost like, it's, it's very unlikely because I say it's very unlikely and... Yeah. But you should keep trying, anyways. Like, I mean, he barely even try said again that. Next like, year. That was like, yeah, like it was it, like the try again next year part was very cursory. Like it was, he has very to say cursory. it. He doesn't necessarily <laughs> want to say it. And also, yeah. like, if you wanted there to be women enough, one like there would have already been women enough one. Yes, yes, and you know, and like, and it just felt very like it wasn't like he was saying like, oh, I'm so sad and disappointed. And, um, you know, I feel a great deal of regret and concern about the fact that it, it, it could be five years and we still won't have a female driver. Right. It wasn't, like, here, it, here's he didn't, like, we're come with do. that energy. Yeah, like, here's what it we're going to do. Like, we're going <laughs> to make sure that F2, you know, has, is, is looking for women. I don't know. Or something like that. Like, that's not a great answer. But Yeah, I or, mean, there's, there's even, all these things they could there do. There are some really great women drivers in you know like w wec iron mm-hmm. dames um sophia flourish is somebody who comes to mind as well yeah um these are all yeah, I, mean, I don't know if any of them great are, drivers you know interested in f1 or not but like the fact no, that all these the great female yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. that's that's what they tell me <laughs> the fact that all these great female so drivers exist like yeah and then they put duct tape on, on the cars. Um, <laughs> Bring Danica Patrick out of retirement. I mean, I'm I'm I've got the Pinnacle of Motorsport going on here too. You know, I also have plenty of duct tape, so you know, I'm just gonna go ahead and start calling myself the Pinnacle of Motorsport, and and leave it at that. Um, so yeah, it was just you know just think about how something like this would come across to and and uh, God bless Sebastian Vettel. Really gonna miss him. <laughs> so much, you know, for for being someone to like call this shit out. You know, he he did make comments about this uh, Stefano Domenicali um, thing where he was like, he's like, you know, I mean, he did. He was like a little nicer than even I would have been uh, because he was definitely like, oh, you know, I'm sure he didn't mean such. And, you know, he was trying to, um, you know, he didn't mean it as the way it came off which I think is a bit of BS, but whatever. But he was like, you know, how, how would a girl feel who's, like, sitting there, you know, listening to this, who's interested in racing? Um, how would this make her feel? Like, they're saying, like, basically the door's shut, you know? You, you might as well not even try. Right. Um, so, 
So thank you, Sebastian. Um, I'm disappointed that no one else said anything, or at least not that we know of, but I guess that's par for the course. Freaking typical. Yeah, so, and then secondarily, Stefano Domenicali is a dick because he decided that F1 doesn't need any more teams, I guess. I, you know what, I don't even think what bothered me about this was that it wasn't that it's that it doesn't need more teams. It's that it doesn't need new teams like Andretti. Like, it's very specifically yeah. about Andretti Autosport. Totally. Because, you know, Audi's coming in with the, the Sauber deal, which is an existing team, but still new. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I don't know if there's, like, directed. some beef. I don't know if there's some beef between Andretti and... Domenicali, maybe? Uh, yeah, it just feels, like, very targeted towards Andretti. And it did definitely feel that way, especially when you consider the fact that uh, the comments he made were not just that, you know, we don't need any other teams, but it was very, like, well, we have other, he, uh, which I didn't realize, uh, so that was kind of news to me and to probably everyone else. They were, like, he said that there are other people interested. Andretti is not the only organization that's interested in bringing a new team to Formula One. He's like, but they're all respecting the process and they're not as vocal and all this stuff. Like AKA, it was very. They're not. They're they're not American. They're European. Probably I didn't. I totally <laughs> like, had those same feels. Also, I totally the, had those same feels. The only yeah. reason Andretti was like acting that way was because you stopped talking to him. <sighs> Because you tried to stonewall him and shut him out. Yeah, I know. Like, what do you want them to do? You know, it's and there's no and we have no indication from anyone that they haven't respected the process either. Like, right. they've done they've they've been doing whatever steps they're supposed to be doing. They're also following the process. Like, what are you talking about? You want me to and, take your word, Domenicali? No, your word yeah, means no. nothing. <laughs> no, you used to be in charge yeah, of Ferrari. Mean, <laughs> yeah, there you go. I mean... Like, you don't like, have authority what? on, like, truth and process. <laughs> you have the exact opposite, actually. Seriously. And it just felt very, like... I, I don't I don't even think it's true. It's it's to say that... To say that a team like Andretti wouldn't bring any value to F1 seems just patently ridiculous. Oh, like, my God, Like, the Andretti no. name is, like, synonymous with racing, you know? In the United States? That, absolutely. I mean, but even not just in the U.S., like, you know, Mario Andretti has won everything he's ever done Mm -hmm. himself personally. And then his organization, you know, has always performed impressively in everything they've ever done. It's like, why are you taking that attitude? It it definitely would uh, would bring value to the grid. And meanwhile, you're also trying to get bigger in the U.S. market. Well, this is a name that's very well known here, yeah, and very well respected very among well racing respected. fans and people who you know follow motorsport. Like, how can you say that that? I was going to say, like, even ridiculous. even people who don't follow motorsport would be like, oh yeah, I remember that Andretti guy, like from the seventies. Like, he totally. was he was really well, or like he he was really well. Um, you know, he's <laughs> a really good driver. Like, or you know, I remember hearing about him. And, like, he, his son was also a racer, and his grandson is currently a racer, yeah. Marco Andretti. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's We're kind of like the first family ridiculous. of racing in the United States. Um, totally, totally. And also, too, I think if you're going to get 
if you're going to really, really crack the U.S. market, you need to have an American team, not Haas. Like a true right, American a real team, American team. <laughs> a real American team. And an American not a fake driver. one. <laughs> so you need Andretti and yeah. you need somebody like Colton Herta. Maybe not Colton yeah, Herta specifically, I mean, but I don't know who else. Yeah. Um, yes. Someone else would do, potentially. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just like, I honestly think, and besides the fact that I know everything's about money, and everything has to be about is it going to bring value or whatever. There are other considerations, too. Like, oh, the fact yeah. that we don't have enough seats for all the drivers that are potentially, you know, ready for Formula One is is, is a huge problem. And if we had yeah. uh, another team, that would be two more seats, for example. You know, and if we had two more teams, you know, I, I would be all up for it. Like, I'd be up for more than yeah. one extra team. I, I was going to say two things here. The first is going back to the value argument. This is America. You want to talk about money and value? This is our whole shtick. This is what we do here. We make money. We got a lot of money here. We have a lot of money. <laughs> we make a lot of it. Like, mm-hmm. this is what we do. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah. We, so we, know, just, we it, know how to do that. It just always feels very much like a snobby European attitude of like, we don't want any more kids in our clubhouse. Hmm. You know, this is an exclusive hmm. club, and we don't want anyone else to join. You know, it just feels very much like that. It feels very, very snobby. And again, for them to be singling out, like, this American potential entrant definitely does feel like this. I, I definitely had those same feelings like what you were talking about earlier, like these, these loud and obnoxious Americans who are, like, making a whole big stink about the fact that you know, they're not being given the green light. Like, uh, come on. Give know, me a break. So, it's just, it's Give just me such a, like a tired, tired stereotype of well, Americans. Like, they're, you know, so, they're just yeah. advocating for themselves. Like, you know, it's, well, I feel like it's like what anyone else would do. To, yes, in two things. Formula One needs Andretti more than Andretti needs Formula One. Seriously? In my opinion. Two. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you had have heard about this, but th- this is related. I promise. Um, here's this girl on TikTok right now who is British, but she lives in South Africa. And it, this thing has blown up. So I was wondering if you had heard about it. But she got on TikTok and was like saying that the United States has no culture and like, going, <laughs> like saying all this like crazy stuff. And at one point she was like, if you don't count, and this is very much in air quotes because I don't agree, I don't agree with this statement, mm-hmm. uh, or not even necessarily agree with the statement. It's just like be- wrong terminology. She's like, if you discount the Hispanic culture, like there's like no culture in the U.S. Which, first <laughs> of all, it's Latino. Um, so, well, and that is even to say, like there are Spanish Americans. Like that's a thing. I I don't understand why um, she's so like why I mean not that I'm. You know, saying that's a bad thing, but why is she writing so hard for? Like, I don't know. You know people? I, like, is she is know. she Latina? <laughs> no, she's she's British. She's like, yeah, so weird. Hmm. And it just this remind. It's like the same attitude. Like, yeah, very exclusionary. Mm-hmm. And she was like, if you go based off of languages, like, the UK has like four official languages. We're like, yeah, the US mm-hmm. has none. That's the point. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. 
and also yeah we have a bunch of people here who definitely want to make english the official language you yeah, know, yeah which is not a good thing. Folks, but yeah and yeah. it's like it was just it was so weird it just like very much really rubbed people the wrong way rubbed me the wrong way yeah um this is to well, say I feel like, like, like yeah that's that's like emblematic of the typical yeah, european attitude totally know? like not american culture isn't just this white anglo-saxon protestant representation that you see in movies and tv like no mexican americans are part of the american culture or like cuban americans or i don't know like you know there are so many indigenous cultures too in the u.s like that they're all part of a larger yeah broad general culture like yeah oh you're very strange british people you know whatever very strange um anyways that was my little my little side rant (laughs) <laughs> about that yeah it's it's the same energy. yeah no i get it same mm-hmm. energy mm-hmm. yeah and it sucks so girl on tiktok go away stefano domenicali you can go fuck yourself i mean you know i'm sorry but like that's that's just how i feel right now about the whole we don't we're not gonna have any women in f1 we don't need any other teams certainly not these loud obnoxious americans you know? it's it's very much like little boy who hurts himself Who's like gonna yeah. lock himself in his room and be like, I don't need any help. Meanwhile, he's like, right. his he broke bleeding. his leg or something. He's bleeding. Yeah. Like, yup. Yeah. So we're just gonna continue to be loud, obnoxious Americans too, and say how stupid that is. So yeah, I I'm I'm ready to own that. I'm uh I'm not ashamed, even though I'm not a natural born American. Even you know whatever, I uh. I'm uh, an American in many, many ways, and this is one of them. We, you know, we speak up for, like, you should really, like, people, I would be uh, concerned if there are people who want to enter as a new team in Formula One who are just kind of, like, whatever about it and not, you know, you can see how much the Andretti uh, group is, you know, they're extremely passionate and extremely uh, committed and dedicated to this, the fact that they're, pushing so hard for it like that's the kind of energy you'd want people to have when they're going into something like this which is you know running an f1 team is extremely um extremely hard and extremely um uh time consuming yeah. and you know everything it, it's so an undertaking it's, yeah and they, they huge, already huge, have huge. you know their indycar team and other various projects yeah so yeah anyway um, on to other things. Um, like you wanted to touch on the fact that Mick is severing his ties with Ferrari, which I haven't been keeping up with this. Yeah. Why exactly is this happening? I don't know. That's a great question. Mm. I just thought we would do a little <laughs> silly season update. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so to give the little the, the silly season update, as we all know by now, Daniel is parting ways with McLaren. That is which the major news for sure. Is not... That's surprising to me. Um, no. Where no. he will end up is a mystery to us all currently. I think that, you know, some parts need to kind of move a little bit and then we'll, we'll find out. I think that, I don't know. I don't know. What what, what do you think about Daniel? What do you think is going to happen? I want him to go back to Alpine it's, or Renault, yeah, whatever it's too. called now. I do too. Um, I think a little I redemption arc is needed. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I've talked a lot of shit about him, and I've meant it, but (laughs) (laughs) but the reality is that it still makes me sad to think of him not being on the grid, you know? He doesn't deserve to go out this way. 
Yeah, it's a sad, it's a sad also, prospect for sure. Screw McLaren. Like I, you know, they were. They've always been shady. You always said they were shady. There they you are go. shady. There they've you been go. shady since. Right. They're they're shady. They always have been. They always will be. I'm telling you, Lando Norris, you better watch your back because. <laughs> I don't know. He's their golden boy. I don't know. Sure Oscar Piastri. If if Oscar Piastri is everything people claim him to be. Sorry, Lando. You're not the guy. You're not that guy. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. We'll see, I guess. But, and uh, yeah, I just want to point I, out, Lando still hasn't won a race. Who has? Who is the most recent McLaren winner? <laughs> Daniel Ricciardo. Yeah, and he did so, bring it up a lot, I feel like, in all the interviews and everything. So I was like, as yes, he should. Right, you tell him. As he should. Because lo- right. high-key, very right. embarrassing for Lando. Um, I mean... You know, some would say that he wasn't allowed to, um, you know, race Daniel in that race. So who knows who would have won, right? Like, we don't That's true, but technically know. He so. doesn't have that inner dog in him to go after it. Mm, yeah, well, he was, he was being a good team player. You know, I think that's really what you're supposed to do, I would say. So mm. that was probably the right decision on his part. But, um, but yeah, it's, it's definitely sad with Daniel. And I, I was actually, I was really hoping that, that this would be like one of those situations where like when last year Bottas found out he wasn't going to be staying, he started like performing super well. And I was like, well, maybe that'll know, happen with Daniel and it'll be he, like a big F you to McLaren. But based on Spa, uh, <laughs> he, wasn't nope. actually, he wasn't doing that bad. But then it just kind of all fell apart. And I think that has more to do with the fact that the McLaren's a shit box than anything else. I mean, maybe, but Lando had a good penalty, and he ended up higher than him, so that's not great. It's it's not so good. It, it no, went pretty but, badly for him. I think he would admit himself. Yeah, I don't know. It, I'm that race was kind of weird. Yeah, it was, it was. Like I said, I'd still rather go to the spa, um, for sure. I mean, <laughs> at least it didn't. At least it wasn't like last year, I guess. But that's a low bar. So. Going back to Mick, so, um, so a mix. Oh yeah, so it looks like it's just that his uh, Ferrari his contract driver is up. Academy yeah. contract is up. Yeah, I wonder why they're not. Is it like does those not get renewed? Is it is that uh, like not a thing? I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's just because he's now like in F one. Yeah, well, maybe. Oh yeah, right. I, yeah, I suppose. So apparently, I guess it's yeah. an accept. It's accepted in the paddock that Schumacher won't be retained by Haas. Yeah. Uh, and Antonio Giovinazzi might be coming back. This article is insane. I know. This is weird. Like, I, this is all, this all feels very strange and crazy. Apparently, like, Nico um, Hulkenberg is in the running to be chosen by Alpine, which is also insane. I mean, come on. That's like, insane. There's no need. That's insane. You're going to, you're going to, you're going to, you're going to, you're, you're going to go over. You're going to toss Daniel Ricciardo to the side, but you're going to bring back Nico Hulkenberg? I mean, come on. Come on. Like, at that point, they... Come on. You know, it was actually really cute. Esteban Ocon was like... I kind of... He was like saying he'd love it if Mick came to Alpine because they're good friends. Oh, you know, yeah. And he was like... I was like, oh, it's so sweet. I don't... And I don't think... <laughs> I don't think Mick is bad. Like, I think that he's actually kind no. of... He's actually proven himself this season. Um, yeah, I mean, he's definitely taken a step forward. I, yeah. I, mean, I don't know... You know, ultimately, it's hard to say um, what, you know, how much. But there's got to be more 
more there, I would think. It's only a second year. Yeah. Um, um, so. What I think is a very interesting development is the thought that Alpha Tauri, well, that Alpine is going after Pierre Gasly, which I think there's like legitimacy to that. However, oh. him, him and Esteban Ocon hate each other. Yeah, like, I really very, don't want that to happen. Very deeply hate each other, and like they say they've put it behind them, but like that's BS. No, um, and I don't I, think that I, would be I'm good. I'm so worried about that whole situation, seriously. I'm so concerned because um, I'm like that would be a recipe for disaster. Yeah, and I don't think and I would, don't want that for either of them. I don't think it would end well for either of them. I think they'd probably both end up losing their seat. Um, yeah. Second. There's like this other rumor that Alpha Tower, or like Red Bull, is interested in Colton Herta and Ugh. bringing him into the Red Bull mix, which I kind of want to see happen. I'm not going to lie. I think it'd be really uh, interesting. I don't because I don't want. No, nice, I think I think Colton Herta is a, in the clutches of the Death no, Star. I, I think don't he's want an, it. I think he's a no BS guy, and I think he'd actually like. I guess. Like I think he'd be like, "That's bullshit. I'm not listening to you." I mean, he doesn't have the, what I found comical, but very typically F1 in the discussion around the possibility of Colton Herta is that, as a lot of people know, Colton Herta doesn't have enough uh, a, yes, points a super, for super license. license. Yeah. Yet when, he's in, out here in, winning IndyCar races. Yeah. So. In talking about this, uh, though, in talking about this AlphaTauri possibility, it's been like, where I've, wherever I've read about it, they've been like, Oh, it's understood that they would kind of just like make an exception for him or whatever. I'm like, yeah, I mean, that's right. The sport doesn't have any rules. Yeah. So, rules out know, the window. Why not? Yeah. Sure. Rules. I mean, the, the super them. license thing is kind of a little bullshit, but. It is dumb, but it's like, this is so typical. Right. Of like, you know, just because it's like Helmut Marco and whoever is just going to be like, hey, FIA, you know, we're going to make an exception. Right. Okay. He's going to, he's going to call say. up. <laughs> Ben Salayam and be like, hey, fix this. Yeah. Um, whatever you say. Whatever you say. But there, It's like, this is, this is a farce. <laughs> well, I was going to say, also, too, there's, like, rumors that Mick could go to um, Red Bull, which I think could be interesting. Yeah, um, that would be weird. So, yeah, I don't I know don't, why I feel very strange about that. Yeah. Well, I, mean, I think whatever. that, as of right now, like, there's really nobody that, Red Bull is ready to bring up for the junior ranks. Mm-mm. They're not going to bring up Yuri Vips, obviously. No. Um, <laughs> maybe Liam Lawson. Yeah. Maybe. Him. Alex but Albon yeah, no longer has a contract with Red Bull. Um, I'm trying to remember how Liam maybe did Danny Ricardo the, recently was drove. Uh, <laughs> can you imagine? I can you imagine the shame I, I of going be back reality. to the junior team? <laughs> The shame of going back to the junior team? No, I don't think he would. No, I, I got to believe that that would be a no even for yeah. Danny. Yeah. You know, he's like, I that's that's just embarrassing. Yeah. You know, can you imagine? <laughs> no. That would be a no. Um, but yeah. So, yeah. so there's, there's anyway. a bunch of seats open. Haas, Williams. Yeah. Um, did, did, is Joe's contract been renewed do we know about that yet um no not a, no the, it so hasn't um, maybe, so we, that's an open question you know still an open question sauber yeah. alfa romeo audi whatever the heck they're going to call themselves next year um yeah there's a lot of there's a lot of places a lot of musical that's chairs, right because there was options. um i'd want to see nick DeVries in f1 as well yeah that'd be good yeah i know this is why we need more teams i'm just saying this is a perfect example Yes. Yeah, oh my god. Seats. Totally. 
And Fernando Alonso needs to retire. I'm officially done with him. <laughs> okay, on that note, we should get to the race because Mr. Fernando Alonso figured largely in it, or at least the beginning of it, I guess, you know, with his usual shithousery. Um, Which, and the, you know what? <laughs> Let's just get into it. It's Lewis Hamilton owned up to the fact that it was his fault and that, like, he was in his blind spot, but then, like, you know, Fernando just cannot shut his mouth. Just like, no, shut we can't. up. Like, stop talking. Which, he, like, which Lewis admitted that it was his fault and that he was upset with himself and that yeah. he ruined his own race. Let me just say how comical I find the fact that F1 cars have blind spots. You I know, know, right? This is like, it's like, this is like, would be like the feature in Us magazine would be like, F1 drivers, they're just like us. You know? Spot <laughs> like the difference. Where you see, like, where you see, like, celebrities, like, pumping gas or going to the grocery store or doing, like, regular people things. <laughs> you know, F1 drivers are just like you. You know, you have a blind spot in your car and they have blind spots in there. I'm like, I just find this hilarious. I just, I just find this so funny. Mm-hmm. You know, you'd think they could figure something out with that. What are you going to do? Again, pinnacle of motorsport. I'm just saying. Well, there's always going to be a blind spot in a car. <laughs> generally, how that works. I guess. Can't see in the corner. <laughs> Um, <laughs> if there's something back there, but, um, yeah, yeah it's just like, it's so weird. Oh, it was so sad. I was so sad oh. when that happened. I was like, no, no. <laughs> no, I mean, I guess I didn't have great hopes for Mercedes in the race overall based on the fact that qualifying oh, was, was not good. Not good. What, a, not what good an at insane all. grid. Insane. It was it was so bizarre. The whole thing was very bizarre. And you know, but but still, you know, of course, I'd hope that you know we could at least see something that maybe you could like you know get a podium because you know there's gonna because all these people being stuck towards the back and of course you can overtake at Spa, but still, well, I guess you can overtake if you're a Max Verstappen, especially. <laughs> well, so although Max- overtake the right term when people yeah, just let you buy. That, yeah. <laughs> They're like, I ain't getting involved in this. Have fun. Mm-mm, mm-mm. This is not my race. Oh, I really just, that, like, always bothers me. Like, I get it. I get why you do that. Obviously, you're not going to fight with, like, this much, much faster car than yours, and it's going to be a waste of your efforts and tires and whatever. But it's just, like, still so irritating. Mm-hmm. It's just like, come on. I want to see racing. <laughs> not you just being, like... Right this way. <laughs> Here you are, Here sir. you go. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Uh, I'm sorry I'm in your way. My apologies. My apologies. Me, I don't need to wait for the blue me. flag. Here it is. No, no. Oh, yeah, so Max, Max went just... from 14th to 1st. Um, in, the, in the space of 12 laps, I think. space of 12 like laps, that. which is pretty insane. I, I mean, he was cooking. It's like He was fast. Yeah. Um, he no, had the pace. The car is insane. He's a great driver. That being said, uh, people were all, people were also letting him through too because Checo was not. Yeah, Checo, the, you know, with, Checo with was like supposedly the same car. I, he's got some soul searching to do. After this race, I feel like there's got to be some questions asked. You know, right? Like, Isn't it really what, the same I mean, car sh- though? Well, I mean, as far as we know, <laughs> but yeah, you're right. <laughs> Who knows? I'm just kidding. I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but no, Max is just insane. I mean, he's, he's, he's an, he's an insane driver. He's a great driver. 
and, and we know that Checo has his strengths, right? Like, yeah, he's really good at street tracks. He's really good at street tracks. He's he's really good at coming up through the field. Um, he's not the best qualifier. No, <laughs> um, but he's you know, been doing better. At that. He's been doing better, and um, yeah. the thing is, is like what sets apart a Max and a Lewis from these other drivers who were really good, but not as good as them, you know, like Valtteri Bottas and mm-hmm. Sergio Perez, who on their day can beat Lewis and Max, but are not consistent enough yeah. to do it, is that nope. they, you know, Lewis and Max have the whole package. They can do everything. They can qualify fast. They can move up through the mm-hmm. field fast. They can run away with it. They can um, defend. They can be aggressive. They can do everything. Whereas, yep. You know, that's not the strength. of. And know. they do it consistently. And they can do it consistently. Over over. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it was definitely, like, a meh race, I felt like, overall. <laughs> yeah, past, like, lap, what, 12, when when Max starts away with it, and you're like, yeah, Charles yeah. is going to be in the back for the rest of the race. Yeah, like, whatever. Yeah. I, I lost I interest. Mean, I did. I did. I totally, I definitely lost I think that spa is, sure, like, such yeah. beautiful scenery. I was like, oh, I think I'm taking It that. is beautiful, so beautiful at least scenery. there's that. You gotta look at the beautiful, you know, Ardennes forest. So that that's always nice, and and thus I'm glad that it's staying on the calendar. Yeah, as we've now um, I just, found oh. out. So I'm, I am glad about that. I, I hope next year is a little more exciting, though. Well, there was no rain <laughs> this year, so yeah. That, I mean, after yeah, last year, it, I guess. Thank I God. I know we had all the rain. That was enough rain for the that next five enough. years. Yeah. Last time out, so. Hopefully that <laughs> hopefully yeah. that means we'll be set for a while. Hopefully, because <laughs> that was crazy. I know, but I you but know I like, think that part of Spa's appeal is the weather. And, oh, for sure. You know, yeah, like where rain's like always a possibility, and it's like you know, always the threat of it on the horizon makes things interesting. I mean, people were of course. I think people were definitely hoping that this race was going to be actually quite exciting because of all the people in the back that in much faster cars, you know, mm-hmm. out of position. And I was too. And I, I was think too, that maybe yeah. was why one of the reasons that I was uh, kind of more bored and disappointed than I normally would have been is yeah. because there was this like build up and this like, like thinking this that it's going to be this exciting race. Yeah. There was like this expectation and then that wasn't really met. So it was like, eh. yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. I, well, I just think like, after the first lap, things kind of got rearranged in the right way. Because mm-hmm. the first lap was, was exciting. There People had some really good starts, you know, going yeah. up into, you know, Eau Rouge, Radion, it was good. And there was, you know, three, four wide. And yeah. Then, you know, yeah. Alonzo and Hamilton come together. And then there was, like, that little <laughs> little crash in the back with Valtteri Bottas and Latifi and Akon. <laughs> Latifi, of course. Latifi. <laughs> that was not good. That was not good. And on Valtteri Bottas's birthday, right. you know. Leave that man alone. He's just trying to I mean, wear seriously. his bucket hats, go yes. skinny dipping, Living his and best life. cheer on his girlfriend. Did you see those videos of him yes. cheering on his girlfriend? When they, I, I don't think the, I've seen the most recent ones, oh my God. but I love them. I love, I've seen other, you know, similar things like that. So and I just love that. He's, he's the best Instagram boyfriend and actual boyfriend, like in the world. It's, yeah. it's fantastic. So his, his girlfriend, Tiffany Cromwell, I believe is her name. She mm-hmm. is yep. a professional cyclist. And this was mm-hmm. actually the first year that they did, uh, 
a tour de France for women. So it was like La Tour de France femme. And yeah. he was like on the side of the road cheering her yeah, on, so handing cute. her water bottles. As oh they like God. as the Peloton goes by. Oh my god, it's so cute. <laughs> it's oh, adorable. Good for her. Adorable. Good for him. She's yeah. riding, she's riding her heart out. He's supporting her. I love They're this. very cute. It's it's super sweet. It's yeah, super sweet. They're like sweet. very supportive. And she's always she's almost always at the track when she doesn't have a race. Yeah. yeah, so she's there supporting him, and they're supporting each other. It's adorable. So nice. And you know, I'm sure I'm sure that that's like a nice aspect of the relationship. You know, they're both professional athletes, so they have a lot of things in common. Yes, they understand. You know, based the, on that, it's demands. probably really nice. Yeah, exactly. It's probably a really nice uh, thing to have that you know with your partner, who you know, for them to really yeah to understand so much of uh, what you're going through. So yeah, mm-hmm. yes, yeah, so I was. I mean, in my head, I was like. Okay, I'm just going to pretend that all of this happened so that Valtteri and Lewis could hang out on Valtteri's birthday because now they're out of the race. I'm like, <laughs> I'm just going to pretend they're off in the back of the Mercedes garage or the Alfa Romeo garage, like, having, like, drinks and cake and, like, you know, being silly and, like, uh, you know, putting yeah. in the sticking cake in each other's faces and stuff like that. Like, I'm basically, I'm, I'm you know, that's my fanfic version of, <laughs> of what transpired. <laughs> you know. And it's all, you know, they say some people believe all things happen for a reason. I don't normally, but in this case, I'm just going to pretend that I'm one of those people and say that that's why that all of that happened. You know, Latifi crashing into Bottas and, and Lewis having his thing with Alonzo. So that they could celebrate his birthday in style. (laughs) I mean, probably not the case, but let's just pretend. (laughs) Let's just pretend. You know, they're they're trying on bucket hats together. They're, you know, having some of Valtteri's coffee, whatever. You know, just just having a ball. Yeah. (laughs) I would love that for them. Um, so, yeah, some of you guys may have heard that uh, there is a NASA mission that's supposed to um, leave for an unmanned mission to the moon. And it was supposed to leave the other day, but uh, there was a problem with uh, one of their engines, uh, to which I say maybe they could borrow Red Bulls. <laughs> because it's a rocket ship. Wow. Because that thing is also a rocket ship, much like the thing that's going to the moon. So I'm just saying, just a suggestion to NASA that's a free, you know, you don't have to pay me a consulting Tips. fee. Uh, yeah. <laughs> just when just it goes saying, right, I think, recognize me. <laughs> I think Red Bull is, uh, is, is there and available to help you out because Max just blitzed everyone and just ran away with it. And it wow. was Yeah, he was boring. on fire this weekend. <laughs> it was just, it just feels, it feels easy. Yeah, I it think it's yeah done. It's a done deal. He's gonna win. Red Bull's gonna win the constructors. Yeah, no, I I think that. I mean, that's over. Yeah. Yeah, that. Yeah, we're done. That's we're done with that, guys. Over. Yeah, we're we're definitely <laughs> done with that. Um, <laughs> we are so done. Yeah. I mean, when you can't even get things right with your tires and things and like qualifying Ferrari, when you can't even get things right at the end by trying to get the fastest lap. And putting Charles out there to be blocked by Fernando Alonso, 
like what what are you actually doing i do you, i mean even we have those little the thing on the that shows you where the little dots of all the cars are surely you guys have something more sophisticated than that i would hope just i would hope <laughs> i was going to say like ferrari needs one of those like osha signs that's like zero days without an incident you know yeah because seriously it, it truly seriously. is zero days without an incident like they cannot go i mean I was just, I was like, when that happened at the end, and then they said that he didn't even get the fastest lap, I was like, this is, this is another level. Uh, yeah. This I, is just. My, my friend texted like, me at, <laughs> in the morning at like 8.15 and was like, watch Ferrari somehow mess this up because science was in first place. <laughs> what do you know? Right, right. What do you know? <laughs> Granted, their car like was uh uh not the spaceship that you know Red Bulls was so it seemed like no. he probably wouldn't have been able to fight Max anyway but mm. um, nobody was gonna fight him today you know so he probably did the best he could in the end I think you know that was the best they could hope for to get third um so I guess at least they got that but but yeah with the thing with Charlotte when they <laughs> when they said when the when the commentator said he didn't get the fastest lap after all that <laughs> I just started laughing. <laughs> I just died laughing. Oh, it's I was comical. Like, this is... It's comical. <laughs> this is like <laughs> this is like when you like you 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 try to like you try to make a you know the best out of a bad situation by trying to salvage like a little something, and even that doesn't go right. It's just. Just laugh, because otherwise just, you'll cry. Yeah, I mean, I hope Charles takes that attitude, because, yeah, otherwise I'd be weeping if I were him uh, on a daily basis. Um, and you could tell, I mean, he's, I think he's been a bit broken by this whole yeah. season. Because <laughs> yeah. I, th- I think, I, I, if I, I yeah, were him, I really I'd be like, give me the Danny Rick special, get me out of that contract. Seriously, seriously. I, I mean, you know, no, I mean, I think he still, like, has that belief in Ferrari, but, oh, you know, when why? they, I remember... I mean, I don't know. I again, it's it's the it's the brainwashing. It's the Kool Aid. It's that's you know, very vibes, true. We we um, had discussions history, about this. Yes, vibes, blah blah blah. Yeah, uh, but like, um, you know, I remember seeing an interview with him uh, before. It was like uh, I think it was I don't know. It was sometime before the race, and he was. They were like, "How was your break?" You know, and he was like, "Good." And he's like, "I really needed it." Oh no. <laughs> I really needed it. I was like, "Oh, Cheryl, so, that hurts oh. to hear." It does, oh. right? It was. Oh. It's painful. It's like, "Oh, you poor, you poor, poor, poor boy." Soul. I did you remember, remember I when just, he was like, "I have the longest contract in Ferrari history." A curse. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. A curse. Seriously, seriously. And you know what is so damning to me too is that like, I don't know if this was in Drive to Survive or where I saw it, but it, there's like a clip of. Sebastian being like you saying this to Charles being like you are the real deal like do not waste it like do not Mm -hmm. do not let them waste you away and I feel like that's what's happening because I'm like yeah "Ah, put put them in put them in the rocket ship I mean I'm gonna see what happens necessarily need a rocket ship like he could have done okay even in the non-rocket ship I mean because it wasn't always a rocket like this weekend was definitely you know, an outlier, it has yeah. to be said. Yeah, and for whatever reason, Max the Red Bull car worked yeah, really well at Spa. And, you know. Even Max and Red Bull are like, you know, this is probably not, it's not going to be like this every time. No. Although it definitely should be concerning for Ferrari that 
it's pro- it could very well likely be like the Sitmanza, which is another power track that with, you know, high speed, whatever, like, you know, in, in many ways similar to Spa. I'm like, well, at Tifosi are not going to be happy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's going to be a bloodbath. <laughs> you know what? Maybe a little McLaren surprise will come out. Hey, maybe. I, I don't, don't know. know. I don't Being know. hopeful. That would be. I know. I mean, I'm really kind of hoping for something like that, too. I kind of want to, I have like a, a, I'm like a secret Alonzo, I guess. I, I have like a vindictive streak where I want like somebody to like get, you know, get the stick poked in their eye oh kind God, of like, yeah. like I want. Totally. <laughs> like, I'm like I want McLaren to be like, oh, look, Daniel's doing so well. Now, you know, again, did not happen this weekend, that's for sure. But, uh, but I, I really kind of, yeah, I totally want that for him. I want him to like go out on a high. Yeah, uh, because, yeah, we don't we don't yet know whether, you know, because he did and he did say um, and I think this this should be the end of all further discussion about him going to IndyCar or NASCAR or all the, whatever, something else like he he made it very clear. Uh, he said himself in the uh, pre-race press conference that Formula One is the only uh, thing he's interested in. Yeah, he he. You know, he didn't specifically name any other shades, but he said he's only interested in Formula One. He doesn't want to do anything else. So everyone can just stop with the, you know, <laughs> you know, the... my, you know, what my take on it is, though, is like if you tell other people you're interested in other series, like they're not going to take you seriously in Formula One. Well, I don't know. I mean, yeah, totally. Like if you're like, hey, I'm thinking about going think... to IndyCar. They're like, OK, well, we're not going to give a drive to you. We're going to give a drive to <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I don't know. He seemed, but he seemed. Uh, yeah, I hear what you're saying. Drug I, I get it. I agree. You know? But uh, yeah, <laughs> but he he seemed he seemed quite quite uh, uh, sincere and insistent. So I really think that that's all he said. That if if uh, something doesn't happen, um, that he yeah would would definitely consider you know sitting out for however much you know. But I oh. I definitely am concerned that if he sits out, he's not coming. Yeah, back. he's not coming back. I don't. Like I just think that'll be it. No, he's not. He's not Fernando so, which Alonso. Which is why I, I hope. Like Fernando yeah, Alonso exactly, runs on exactly, pure spite right. and vibes. Um, <laughs> totally. You know, Daniel Ricardo is on like vibes as well, but not spite. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, Fernando Alonso is Fernando Alonso. He's a two-time world champion, and uh, you know, uh, thereby for the grace of God, could have been you know three or four or five time world champion based on, you know, a lot of things that happened yeah, and didn't yeah, go his yeah. way. Um, so he's, sure, he's sure, sure. Th- you know, that's, that's not the same as a Daniel Ricardo. So when no. he wants to come back, it's, it's a different, different story. Um, so yeah, so I, I, I hope he doesn't have to sit out because then I think that'll be it. That'll be the last we um, see of him in formula one. And that would be a bummer. Yeah. I'm, I'm totally, I totally definitely, I definitely feel like well, I feel a bit of a hypocrite, right? Cause I'm like, like I said, I've talked, a lot of shit about him and slandered him a lot, but uh, it's it's definitely like one of those situations where it's like, you know, where you're like dating somebody and you're like, you know, suddenly you're like, okay, I don't I don't think it's working, and you know, we're gonna break up, and then you're like, no, don't go. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I changed my mind. <laughs> like you don't know what you've got until it's gone. <laughs> I definitely feel a bit like that. Aww. Yeah, and now it's like, now you see him every race, and you're like, this could be the last I time. I hope it's not. I don't want Danny Rick to go. And it feels sad. 
It feels sad. That's how you feel about sub too. Like, sub, don't go. Yeah. Don't leave us. I know. I know. But but at least with Seb, I don't feel, you know, the same. It, like he's he's it going out feel, on his own terms. I feel, the thing with with Danny Ricardo is like it. Yeah, it feels like he's not going out on his own terms, and it doesn't feel like his story is over. Like it does feel like Seb's story right. is over. Like it 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 feels like right. he yeah. has yeah. completed everything that he can can do in Formula One, and I don't feel that way about Danny Rick. Like I feel like there's more. Yeah, there's more to his story in Formula Definitely One. Definitely feels. Yeah, it definitely feels like a lot of unfinished business. Yeah. Definitely feels like it's an unfinished story for sure. Yeah, 100%. Because, you know, it's just like, it's like at this point you just, you know, okay, he's not going to, you know, be a world champion, whatever, but like he could still be, you know, maybe in position to win races or whatever if he can just be in a car that I guess doesn't feel... (laughs) As weird for like, yeah, that's or like what I find just so going out on better circumstances. Like I feel like this McLaren yeah situation has been not good, and it yeah yeah no it it's been awful, and I I really wonder if like because um there was Seb was actually very vocal in the um pre race press conference when you know of course a lot of people you know everyone's being like asked about Danny sort of you know right like what people's thoughts are and everything, and I don't remember if he was even asked her if he just volunteered this but he was like he was like he put it kind of squarely on mclaren he was like clearly mclaren haven't been able to extract yeah um yes you know from daniel what they needed to and i i was like i don't know because i've read stuff that like detailed the fact that you know danny was willing to do so much in terms of and so was mclaren like in terms of like coaching him through like he'd be driving and like they'd be telling him like you know do this now or do that like trying to really have him dial into how to drive this car and it it, it seems like they made a, a big effort on both sides so I I don't know but Seb was like you know I've, I've driven against Danny and I know how good he is and you know and then back then uh, yeah. Daniel beat him and so Seb was like you know clearly They've not been able to, and yeah. So I don't know. Maybe they just have. Maybe he's. Maybe he's onto something. Maybe they didn't find the right approach or the right. You know, whatever they were. They were trying to do things, and maybe they weren't the right things. I don't know. It's for me. It's on McLaren for sure because I. I find that like, you know, it, it just. It didn't seem. I don't even know what I'm trying to say, but I just, it, I never liked that he went to McLaren to begin with. They just didn't gel. It didn't, yeah, it never seemed like an obvious yeah. partnership to me. Um, right. And I, I wish he had stayed at, at Renault. Um, but obviously we cannot go back and change the past. Um, yeah. Yeah, I just. Maybe he can go back to Renault. Yeah, <laughs> or I, I hope he goes now, back yeah. to Alpine. Um, yeah. You know, I just, I think that. He did say people have been calling him. Like, yeah. He, he oh was, my god. Yeah. Like, I mean, he's he's still Daniel my Ricardo. Phone like, has. I mean, I don't know if all of them are necessarily F one teams, but like he said, yeah, people have been I mean, um, contacting him. Williams, so I'm like, good, Haas, good, cool, cool. Audi, yeah. Sauber, Alfa Romeo, whatever the heck it's going to be called. Yeah. Um. Even yeah. something probably like. I'm trying to think if there's another team that like needs driver. Um. I think that's it. But like, he he definitely didn't seem keen. On the idea of going to a team that's, like, further towards the back, I think he's definitely wanting to, you well, know. Well, I, um, I mean, 
He honestly, he'd probably drive better in one of those like shittier cars. <laughs> because yeah, maybe, maybe. I don't think. I think the McLaren. <laughs> I just don't think that the McLaren is set up for him. And I know we like yeah, it's we just, like it never. We were making fun of him for, like, not being in the factory and stuff, which I doubt is true. I mean, that's not true. We know he's there. It's probably not as bad as, yeah. Yeah. Um, I just, I don't, McLaren is so weird. They're so shady and, like, yeah, how how to take their answers. I don't trust Andreas Mm -hmm. Seidel. I don't trust Zach Brown. Um, It just seems like everything that they do is... I I feel like I trust Andreas a lot more than Zach, though. Like, Andreas does seem, like, very straightforward and very, like, you know, he doesn't seem like he's into, you know, bullshit or games, but Zach... (laughs) Yeah. Zach invented playing games. I feel like he is... Yeah. You know, he and, and maybe that's what makes him a good business person. I don't know, right. but well, yeah, and I just I, I don't understand like why they couldn't make the car a little bit more friendly to his driving style. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I there's a lot of unknowns about that situation. It's just, there's a lot of unknowns. It is. Just, it, I mean, it's again, disappointing yeah, no that one, it didn't no work one, out. But. No one really knows. Like that's the thing. If someone knew, then they would have fixed the problem. You know, because I'm sure they would have rather done that than have to do what they have to do now where they have to give them a whole shit ton of money to not drive for them, you know? Whoever wrote um, Daniel's and... contract, good for you. I hope you get a <laughs> yeah. portion of that. I know. <laughs> I hope there's a bonus coming your way <laughs> for sure. Um, okay. Yeah, not much more to be said about Spa. Um, yes, it was, uh, it was pretty boring race. It, it was, uh, yeah, it was. The best part was the lovely scenery. I would say. And, you know, other than that, I mean, Esteban Ocon did have those, like, super cool double overtakes. Yeah, he that. did. Well, that yeah. was all too brief. But, yeah, that that was exciting and cool. But, yeah, not, not much not much else to say um, about that. So um, I think we'll move on to Tweet of the Week. Uh, tweet of the Week is back. Tweet of the Week. <laughs> Obviously, yeah, we're back after uh, it being off for a few weeks. Um, so this week, our tweet of the week comes to us from, um, Formula Wah, who is one of the coolest people on F1 Twitter in general. Um, super cool. Love her. Um, she's, uh, she's just super funny and she's, uh, currently she has. I also uh, love that she is a unabashed Lance Stroll stan. I know. I know. That's what I was about to say. Keep doing you. Yeah, totally. Totally. I was about to say, now she has one of the Iron Dames, I think, as her Mm -hmm. avatar. But before, it was always uh, this uh, photo of Lance uh, from back in the day when he had, like, the longer hair, which I thought looked much better, by the way. I think we should go back to that. Um, I I think the short haircut is is just appalling, honestly. Um, But... It just looks weird. It's like you have so much money. Surely you can make that hair look better. I just don't know what the problem is. But um, anyway, some people just maybe can't have short hair. Like that's just the reality. Uh, she uh, had a, super, a funny reply to uh, one of uh, the tweets that I tweeted. I was watching Free Practice 2, and I was like, Lance Stroll faster than Carlos Sainz in FP2? What is happening? Because there was like a, I don't remember if it ended up that way. But he was faster than him at one point. And I was like, okay, Lance. You know, which, of course, is like Aston Martin typical stuff. Like, right, they were, like, doing pretty well in practice. And then qualifying, they're nowhere every time. 
It's just like without fail. Um, but yeah, uh, she tweeted back, Battle of the Dark Eyebrows, <laughs> meaning <laughs> Lance versus Carlos. Uh, and I was like, yes, that's right. They both have the, you know, very mm-hmm. thick, dark you know, eyebrows. dark. I was like, and they're, then of course, like, I started. in there and you got a real Yeah, well, his aren't as dark, though. His aren't as dark. But other than that, yeah, his, well, they all have, I feel like they all have really good eyebrows yeah, for the most part. It's like do. a whole thing. Um, I mean, you know, they're, they're very just, you know, uh, attractive people in general. Uh, so, you know, the eyebrows are part of that package. But, like, yeah, I was like, that's right. Lance and uh, Carlos do have, uh, uh, maybe that helps them drive better somehow. I don't know. But, like, <laughs> but uh, but I just, uh, I just started, I just thought that was so hilarious because then, of course, I started imagining, like, the eyebrows battling, like, somehow, like, jumping off their faces and, like, fighting amongst themselves. And, <laughs> you know, that was, it was like a cartoon, <laughs> basically, in my mind. My name like, is these animated eyebrows. Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die. <laughs> exactly. If you guys understood that reference, thank you. <laughs> yeah, if you don't get that, we, we want nothing to do with you. Um, <laughs> no, you just need to go watch The Princess Bride. Okay, well, we... Because <laughs> it's yeah, a great movie. Just, yeah, you have to you have to see the Princess Bride if you haven't um, a thousand percent. Got some good eyebrows in that one too. Um, so yeah, so thanks, uh, Jody. That was hilarious. Uh, again, she's uh, Formula Wa uh, W A H on Twitter. You should definitely follow her because she's awesome. Um, just so many uh, funny uh, things, and she's into a lot of other. Uh, motorsport. In fact, she she told me once that she likes Formula E better even than F one. Which I think is cool. Like you don't meet a lot of people that's like that. That's a hot that. take. I'm like that's cool. I know. That's a hot take. I know. Yeah, she's into that. She's Formula into E is really cool. Though, yes. Yeah, it is. It is. I, I keep trying to. I keep meaning to like get more into it, but I like just like there's. Oh, so the many, coverage so many is hours. horrific. Yeah, yeah. I'm like I can't figure out when it's on or what the and I and then like I forget it's on and I'm like I uh, this is too confusing. Um, so, but, uh, but yeah, Jody's super into it. So if you have any questions or anything about Formula E, you should definitely ask her. Um, and, uh, she'll help you get into it and get excited about it probably if, uh, if that's something you want to do. Um, so yeah, I guess that is all for us this week. Zandvoort next. Yay. Yay. <laughs> get your cool French fries and your mayonnaise ready. Get your Stroopwafels ready. Oh, guys, Stroopwafel is so good. Although I think the French fry is like a Belgian thing, so we should have done that last week. But is it? Yeah, is it? But they do it in um, in in Holland too. I'm pretty sure. I remember that from. I I think it's well. They have a lot of similarities. It's very similar. You know. Sorry, guys. It's very similar. Very similar. Very similar. (laughs) Yeah, it's a lot of a lot of a lot of similarities. So yeah, it could. Uh, I I didn't know that was a Belgian thing too, but there you go, um, and uh, and so yay, I guess you know get whatever. Get the waffle. We'll, get some Heineken. Get the, yeah, get some totally. Get get all get your whole setup already. Get like you know maybe go on a roller coaster between now and the I race. I will so say like, what it's like to <laughs> speaking. Of, I feel like Zandvoort is also a very picturesque track. Yeah, because like it's right by the like by the dunes. sea there. Yeah, there's the sea. Yeah, there's like a boardwalk. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would go yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, and 
Yeah, and um, lucky you if you're going to the race. I will say because uh, I, I've heard that it's actually I've heard that it's extremely well organized race. And um, Dutch public you know, transportation, really to, ten out of ten. Yeah, easy to get in and out of. You know, I, I hear that it's it's really great in that way. Um, definitely crossing my fingers and praying for no problems of any kind, though, in terms of like this being, you know, an orange army. Yeah race uh if you're a person of color or mercedes or hamilton fan or whatever and you're going to the race uh you know just be aware of your surroundings be careful i guess etc hopefully there won't be any issues but you know a little scared based on past things that have happened um you know especially most notably of course in austria but um, yeah, hopefully won't have any of that. Hopefully. <laughs> really, really, really hope there won't be anything like that. Um, so, um, as usual, guys, um, don't forget to, um, uh, follow us on, um, the socials. We are at, uh, racing underscore incident on Twitter and Instagram. And you can also email us if you have any long form questions, comments, or thoughts. Our email address is racing incident pod. That's P-O-D at gmail.com um so send us an email if you have anything to tell us uh and uh and uh yeah i think that's uh it's pretty much it yeah. we'll uh catch you guys next week uh for triple round header. two of the triple header Woo. uh yeah Woo. <laughs> and yeah super excited that we're back and we hope you guys are too and uh we will uh talk to you next week bye guys but until then bye, bye. Thank you so much for listening. We are an independent podcast made with love, and we appreciate each and every one of you who listens. Racing Incident is hosted by me, Anna Tarkov, and Ellen Nolly. It is produced by myself and Ellen, and editing and tech support is by Tim Rodriguez. Charles, what's happened with Max? Nothing, just an incident on the race.